All right, welcome to another episode of the Oklahoma Real Estate Show. Today is January 3rd, and this being the first episode of the new year, I want to do a recap of kind of some of the market statistics from last year and kind of overshadow some of what we can expect in 2024. But first, I want to emphasize that my style is a little bit different than what you may see on a lot of other YouTube channels and a lot of other uh, realtors and, and, and things you run into in the industry. Uh, one of which is I'm always looking for the science behind it, right? So when I'm investing, when I'm even walking through a home, right, I'm just, I'm trying to separate what is the smoke and mirrors and the emotions and really try to get down to what is reality and, and does this fit into my overall plan. So I hope to help you decide if you're going to do a rental portfolio in 2024 or you're going to buy your first home that may uh, launch your wealth into the future um, or you're just thinking about kind of maybe moving to Oklahoma, right? This is going to be helpful for you to understand a little bit more of the market metrics. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to jump into the screen share here. And at first, I'm going to show you the overview so you can kind of understand homes for sale and the relative uh, availability of the market. Now, this chart's going all the way back to 2010. I've broken this into several different popular markets that I've been watching, which is Oklahoma City, Edmond, Mustang, and Norman. Okay, there's suburbs around those towns, but generally the suburbs are acting very similar to these, these core towns. So the first thing I want to show you is we did have some inventory collapses, if you will, around the 2022 and 2021. But then we had a correction in inventory uh, leading to what do we got here? November of 2023, where we were at our precipice. And since then, we've kind of started stabilizing into December. Okay. But the important thing to see is look at where the lion's share of inventory has been for all of these markets. And you can see we're returning back to where it normally is. And this is important to understand in a linear market. Okay, you have basically three types of markets. You have a linear market, which stays stable over time. Then you have a cyclical market, which is a, a boom and bust market, right? Like California or some parts of Florida or New York, okay? And then you have a hybrid market, which is kind of a combination of those two. We are definitely a textbook linear market here in Oklahoma, and you can see that throughout the data, okay? Now let's look at sales price. A lot of you uh, either are waiting for prices to come down or waiting for interest rates to come down now. So where do they need to come down, okay? Well, if we look at the history, all right, and that's just this big overreaching uh, bar, like if we were to take a line and draw that through here, we would see a gradual increase over time with the exception of the COVID era which really accelerated things. But then we're going to see a correction here that brings us back to this gradual influx and growth. All right. <clears throat> and growth, it, it's important to know that home growth is an extremely important part 
of American society. Because home values are the number one asset for all Americans. Like the, if you look at the largest wealth that American homeowners have, our Americans have, it's in their home. And the White House knows this, right? And the government knows that if you want to protect the wealth of a nation, you have to protect housing. And they will do whatever is necessary to protect housing, including creating regulation to make affordable housing unaffordable, okay? And that's a whole separate video on that, but you can rest assured that the college student coming out next year with all big plans to make housing affordable and come out with a $10,000 3D printed house is not going to happen. Because it, the, the, the impact of that affordable home on the overall picture and direction of the country would be negative, right? And so therefore, regulation would be created to prevent that from happening. So we can rest assured that this trend will continue to happen because it has to. Okay, that's important to understand when we're talking about single family home investing and, and living in a single family home. Month's supply of inventory. Okay, this is how much inventory is on the shelf at the, the home store. Okay, and we break it down by how long it's going to take to absorb into the market. Okay, so we are getting closer, we were getting closer to the median which was about three months supply, okay? Which one could say is a normal supply. The National Association of Realtors will tell you that's six months, but the National Association of Realtors also pulls that data from an era in which Zillow, Trulia, fast internet marketing, Facebook ads was not a thing. Right, So we really don't know the new metrics of where, you know, months on market should be. And I think it really should be three months. And just think about that, for example, like three months on the market is miserable. <laughs> I mean, six months was insane, but we dealt with it, right? It wasn't uncommon 10 years ago to have 180 days on market, 140 days on market. Now we would just, our mind would explode. We would think our home is, is uh, undesirable. You know, what have we done wrong with our life? So 90 days is even pushing it now. I would really say that socially now, in a world of fast 10-second reels and all these different things, that 30 days is really the maximum amount of time that an average market could be without causing duress. And we see that when people hit 45 days on the market, they start to really get nervous, okay? So looking at this, we see the linear market example of Oklahoma, central Oklahoma, coming in at three months on market. We were approaching that, but then we started declining, right? We started coming back down in December, so we'll see how January plays out if it accelerates for lower days on market, okay? And part of this is because we just had a decrease in interest rates, okay? All right, we're going to get into rental metrics in just a minute, so hang tight with me. Want to look at percent 
of list price real quick. So this is when you list a property, what percent of that list price are you going to get for a while? From 2020 all the way to 2022, 24 months, it was unheard of to get a deal below list price. It just didn't show up in the numbers until we hit January of 2023. That's when we started getting the 98%, which was in Norman, which is interesting. Norman had that 98%. The data shows really that median percent of list price hasn't really lowered, but I think we're seeing folks listing more appropriately where they should. So in other words, unless the list price is going above where it's listed, really the data is not going to support um, subtle price changes like it was in 2019. And we're, we're already seeing symptoms of that. So I would say be prepared for price lowering to be more of a thing as we roll into 2024 if we can get a little bit more correction on the inventory. So um, anyways, uh, total closed sale volume, interesting anomaly going throughout this. We really are, I mean, if you look at this overall closed uh, sales, you really can't see much of a variation. Um, it looks unchanged over time. This is the cycles of the summer and the winter. And so that's that's an important thing to understand is that, again, linear market investing, median days on market, getting back uh, close and closer. Uh, looks like Mustang's taking the lead on days on market between these uh, sample cities. Edmond, 22 days on market. Mustang, 35 days on market. Oklahoma City, 16 days on market in December. Norman, 17 days on market. Okay, again, all of that happening less than 30 days. Amount of showings to pendings. How many showings are you expecting to get before going pending? Oklahoma City, 9 coming out of December. Edmond, 10. Mustang, 7. Norman nine with our total shows per listing four and three. Not sure why it's not showing me the other, the other, here we go. Oklahoma city four, Edmond three, Mustang four, Norman four. So if you're getting more than four showings on your listing, you're most likely uh, gonna, gonna go pending. Okay. That's, that's really going to show you right now going into the 2024 uh, you need to be having more than four showings. If you don't, if you're if you're stopped at that four, mathematically you're overpriced already. That's telling you you're overpriced, and really that happens at that 14-day window as we start to approach that average days on market. So run that price at two weeks. After two weeks, the data is going to tell you: Are you overpriced? Well, how many showings have you gotten? Okay, this is assuming that you're doing all you know standard marketing stuff. Let's jump into rentals. I want to start with Zillow, and the reason why I'm starting with Zillow is Zillow is uh, one of the number one sources for rental property as a renter in central Oklahoma. And the reason why is because unlike markets like Houston, Texas, where I'm originally from, that's where I kind of started real estate, realtors actually participate in renting properties, Atlanta, 
similar to that, or uh, New York, you know, uh, or a realtor. You can call up a realtor and say, hey, I'm looking for a home for rent. Can you help me? And they'll tour the home. Oklahoma, that doesn't work that way. Okay, the property management companies list, and then you contact the property management company direct, and that's how it's always been here so far. So therefore, places like Zillow really shine and work right, which means their numbers are probably pretty accurate. So as we look into their overall Oklahoma City rental market updated December 31st, 2023, their median rent for Oklahoma City which is a 640 square mile footprint. It's a very large landmass, which is really important when you're looking at data and trying to make interpretations. You got to understand how much space we're really talking about here. But its median rent is 1295. Okay. Important things I'm noticing is a decrease of $46 from January of last year to this year in median rent price, a $46 reduction. And at the same time that the median rental reduction, we had an increase in Section 8 housing voucher payout amount. Okay, like $100, 10% increase in some cases. Well, just, just less than 10%. Um, but it went up, right? Whereas the median rent was going down. So interesting uh, thing and that's probably because the government was kind of delayed in their action. But let's look at this. So rent decreasing forty six dollars on Zillow Marketplace with the median rent at twelve ninety five. However, where does the median rent come from? Right. Well, it typically comes from the household income, which according to this United States Census Bureau, which who the hell knows how accurate this thing is going to be, because this was done in 2020. And a lot of people didn't fill this census out. Um, it was a wild time, as you, as you remember. Uh, and people were moving around different country, different uh, states and all this. But uh, the household median income that they came up with was $56,000 for an Oklahoma City family. So if I take 56,000, you can see on the calculator here, uh, 456 and I divide that by 12, okay? That gives me $4,704 per month and 66 cents. Now, traditional protection metrics to, to prevent your rental from, uh, your renter, your tenant from defaulting is you want them to spend less than 30% or less of their income on their rent. That gives them enough space left over for utilities, uh, for life's unforeseen circumstances, food, all these other expenses that we have. So let's divide that by three, and that gives us a number of $1,568, okay? Now, if I go to our system that we use, which is Renometer, okay, that's giving for a three-bedroom in Oklahoma City over the last 18 months, an average rent of $1,471. Now, if I go to just looking at the last 12 months, I get $1,459, which is an increase, okay? So we're, what's the truth here? Well, I think what we're really seeing is a resurgence in a lot of people who were going to buy or, you know, who had planned to buy 
who are now deciding to rent. And what I've noticed with the applications we're seeing, and we manage about 50 properties right now, and if you'd like me to manage your property, you can click the link below <laughs> and we'll talk about your, your portfolio. We have great rates. I do everything the right way that I feel should be done. But what I've seen is a lot of people that were going to buy, they no longer are buying and they're going back to renting. And they're very picky now. Okay, cosmetics are really, really important because they've kind of resigned to this idea that it might be a little while before I'm able to buy again. Okay, and they're typically paying more than they've ever paid before to rent, right? Because a lot of them, what I've noticed, uh, especially in the winter months, they have a property that they're that they're renting and they've been renting for three, four years. They're now on month to month, which means that they're kind of casually searching online on Zillow and Trulia and maybe OKCreal.com. And they're looking to see, well, what's available, right? They don't have to move, but they got this month to month lease, which means they could move at any time, right? So they're very picky. They're typically a desirable applicant, though, because they've got some good, you know, they, they, they've they got residence history and da-da-da-da, and they were going to buy, which means their credit's probably squared away. But what we find is the cosmetics are, are playing more and more important, and there's quite a bit of rental property on the market in Oklahoma that is not updated, and it's penalizing those numbers quite a bit. So, unfortunately, vanity wins yet again. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I walk in so many rental properties. I'm like, dude, this thing's great. Like, and, and not only that, like, let's keep it, you know, looking fine. You know, it's not fancy so that we can keep the rent low, but then we're just getting blasted by the tenants that are searching because they're looking for that vanity right? That HGTV and that just culture, Hollywood, movies, things are telling them this is what your home should look like. And when it doesn't look like that, you're not successful, right? So we have to be cognizant as investors to understand that Hollywood principle that's telling people here's what reality should look like and then find a cost-effective way to make reality appear that way. And we can do that by uh, like our network of contractors that really kind of understand that concept and can kind of do things in a cost-effective way to get that result. And that can be things like uh, laminate uh, countertops that look like they're granite. Um, you know, a lot of folks will just say, oh, yeah, that's fine. It, it looks good, right? And you've just saved yourself, you know, $1,000, 2000 $3,000, Okay. Uh, backsplashes, those kind of things um, really go far, all right? Um, so anyways, enough talking about that. Really, I think we've covered a bunch of the main stuff um, in this video that I that I, I think at this point, um, I just will field your questions. So if you've got any questions for me, you have a specific market that you're looking for, that you're trying to, uh, you know, figure out what to do with this rental, or maybe your property manager's telling you things that your gut is saying, oh, that doesn't seem right. But, you know, they have all this experience and they're, they're managing all these rental properties. So they probably know best, but your gut is saying, no, I don't think that's right. Well, 
there might be something there. So email me, uh, or you can schedule on even a, a property management evaluation on Zoom. Uh, all of that can be found on either okcreal.com or the Oklahoma Real Estate Show.com. Or you can just email me at Landon, L A N D O N, at OKCREAL.com. Have a wonderful new year, and I'm going to keep making videos like this. Why? Because I really appreciate these videos, and I hope you do too. Happy investing out there, and I look forward to seeing you out there in the field buying homes in 2024.